creating a business is a continual task of taking challenges and problems and overcoming them and getting on to the next challenge or the next problem. And having a successful business is not the absence of problems. It's how you respond to them, how you tackle them and how you move on to the next still with a smile on your face. Because you will always have problems, you will always have challenges and there is always a new one coming. And actually, based on that, one of the things you asked me in the feedback from season one is, can we catch up with the people you've had on the show and hear what they've been up to? So this episode, we've got Adam from Craft Box Club back, and we'll be talking about what's happened since the Jennifer episode. The extraordinary belongs to those that create it. Rebelling against business plans and debt, rebelling against what society expects of us to build cool businesses, make money, have fun and do good. Let's create something extraordinary together. Welcome to The Rebel Entrepreneur. Adam, welcome to the show. Hi, Alan. It's great to be back. I'm glad you're back. I've been looking forward to hearing what's going on. And actually, we've been Facebook messaging. Uh, I've been watching your success in a stalkerish way on Facebook and enjoying it. Um, so what's happened? What's happened since we last spoke, since you chatted to Jennifer? What's been going on? Um, so since we last spoke, I think um, when we've been communicating on Facebook, I've just been sending you um, quite excitedly a series of ever increasing numbers. <laughs> I just get a random two digit or three digit number every now and again. Yes, well well um up to up to three digit now, which is which is good. So I got I got uh yeah, th- th- this this um would be the number of subscribers that I've uh, I've managed to to reach. Um so I I've gone for I can't remember. I think when we spoke last time I was around uh, the 80 subscribers mark. You were indeed. Yes. And uh, and the the numbers have been going up ever since, which um which I'm really pleased with. So tell me, like, what are they subscribing to? What's the package? So Craftbots Club is an eco-friendly craft subscription. So when people subscribe, they get a box of um, of stuff to to make uh, a craft project with, and it comes with a video guide. Awesome. And what was the re- most recent one? So I, I've done a few kits for Christmas in, in, in order to keep the, the stock going pretty much. Um, so the, the first Christmas box was uh, a pom-pom ring. So like a, a miniature wreath with some pom-poms on it. And, uh, and, and the second one was a, a Parallel star, uh, which is a lantern star. Um, if you've seen the Disney Plus adverts, uh, there are Parallel stars all over that. It's a traditional Filipino Christmas decoration. Awesome. So people get the kit delivered to their home, they can build it with their families and then use them. Yeah, exactly. And the challenge we were going over with Jennifer was how to increase the numbers, how to grow the business, how to get more subscribers. And you're right, we were about 80 odd back then. So you've had some growth, which we'll get to, but what did you do afterwards? What do you? Th- what's the work you've done that you think has made a difference over the last two or three months since we chatted? So I think the the main thing really it was was looking having having a fresh look at the website and and really changing the the experience for people who who are coming across it. 
So I, I think I mentioned that I was worried about uh, on Google Analytics, you get this thing called the bounce rate, which um, yes. is basically shows you um, how how long people stay on the, the website. And the bouncing was was pretty high, so people were bouncing away. Um, so I was, I was worried about that <clears throat> and, um, you know, people basically stumbling across it and, and finding that it, it wasn't particularly useful. So I really took a, <laughs> a, a closer look at the website um, and tried to, to improve that. So how did you practically go about that? Was there specific tests you did? Like what practically? Because I think one of the things we always love on this show is what can I actually do? Because bounce rate is an interesting number to look at. Do you remember what yours was up around? Well, uh, this might be disappointing for you, Adam, but (laughs) I think it was at about 91%. uh, and, And would you like to know what it is today? Have you got it down to 90 89. Uh, it's it's now 89.97. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you've gone down a percent and a bit. There we uh, go. You've reduced the bounce slightly. Um, but there is an interesting concept in personal development of the 1% change. Uh, you make a <laughs> tiny change over a big enough number and it will make a massive change to your business. So you, you've made a little bit of progress and you've tweaked the website. Um, so w- So it's not the bounce rate then. What is I think, it that's actually made the difference? So I think this is this, what this has shown is it, it's made me think about um, how, you know, what the website is for in a slightly different way. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm basically not so worried about the bounce rate now. Um, mm. I, I don't think it's, you know, going to be a useful statistic for me. Um, what What's happened, though, is that the number of users have, has gone up a huge amount. And the the length of time they spend on the site has gone up, um, and that's gone up about fifteen uh, percent, um, wow. which is which is a bit better. And it's still only forty two seconds, <laughs> but I think as we were saying last time, in internet time, that's quite a long time. That is indeed. It is indeed because um, you can read the whole homepage, you can read a few paragraphs, you can, yeah, you can have a look at those different elements in forty two seconds, definitely. And okay, so. So we've had a vast amount more traffic and we've increased the time they're spending on the pages. And that then has led to more people clicking through and actually subscribing. Yes. Yeah, indeed. So what did you do to increase the traffic, Adam? Where is all this traffic coming from? So so it's really coming from um, from Google. So this is uh, what I've done is I've, I've made sure that I'm on the, the first page for quite a lot of relevant search terms, and um, so that you know, I guess there's two things. The, the first thing is making sure you're on that first page, and then the the second thing is is um, how to, how to think about engaging with people once they're on your website, um, and who they are, and and what they're after. I love that. So, how did you go about getting on the first page of Google for certain terms? So. What and what are I those terms did. so someone can Google it right now? <laughs> um, so it's things like, I mean, the, the main thing is craft box subscription. Um, okay. And so I, I think that really the main thing is that, um, and, and this is something that I, the, the reason I chose craft box club as the name of the business and um, I, I've got craft box club as the domain name. So mm-hmm. I, I think, um, you know, People, that, people who are going to be looking for craft boxes 
Google's going to point them towards craftboxclub.com uh, and be quite, you know, be quite friendly <laughs> to that URL. Um, I'm talking. Actually, I'm talking about Google in... and uh, and <laughs> and uh, my phone is my phone knows that, <laughs> so it's trying to talk to me. <laughs> um, uh, and it does actually like if I type in Craft Box Club now, uh, your result number nine on the first page of Google, uh, which is phenomenal. So, what do you think the top three things are that you did? We've got the domain name because. Mm. In the domain name, Craft Box Club, you've got part of the search term. So we've done that. What else did you do to get there? Uh, so there's sort of geeky but easy things that you can do. So I, I um, have made my own website, but it's it's on Squarespace. Uh, and I know you, you favor Weebly, and I think it's very similar to, to that kind of thing for, for all, all of these um, website production tools. Um, yes, but yes. I think the really the the main thing, and this made uh, a difference overnight. Um, I think was was finding the bit of the website with I think it's called metadata, <laughs> but yes. it's sort of like like tags in the website, um, and filling that in so it's got your search terms in it, um, and uh-huh. and that made a really big difference. That so uh, I think what I what I'd done before was make sure the search terms were on the website but it's making sure they're in the right places. So things like the header tags and there's a, like a, um, an overall tag as well. Um, yes. And it was, it, was, it took me a very long time to find that that existed um, and fill that in. But yes, I, so I filled that information in um, on Squarespace. And then uh, I've also made that, you know, quite palatable or I don't know, what, what is it? Attractive. Um, for for humans that come across uh, come across me on Google, so it's got the you know the first sort of sales pitch um, in that information. So when people are scrolling past, people know why you're different to other people offering similar things. Yes, and your description on Google says UK monthly eco friendly craft box subscription. So you've got your keyword in the description. The best craft box for sustainability. The perfect craft subscription for adults who want to craft with nature. So you've got a really good description there that includes the keywords several times in a easy to read way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that's um, just filling out that information means that I'm coming up um, more often on Google searches, and when people see that search reference, uh, you know, see that search listing, it means that people are more likely to click on it if they're interested in this sort of thing. Yes, definitely. Okay, so that's increased the traffic. And do you think that's the sole driver of the traffic or have you been doing other things as well? Um, so I changed the the front page. Um, the, the first thing was it wasn't really displaying that well on mobile. So I did something... Um, to make the the picture <laughs> sort of fill the screen, things like that. So there's some formatting. Um, and I've made it feel cosier <laughs> as well. Yes. Um, so the font was a bit corporate before. Um, you know, it's, it's much more it's showing that it's eco-friendly without having to, you know, use the word eco-friendly over and over again. Um, so it looks cosier. It's a bit easier to read. Um and I've put 
the I've, I've hopefully made the um, the reviews and the examples of the boxes a bit more obvious. And then before what I was doing was I was immediately taking people to a list of previous boxes. Um, and yes. the, the boxes had the, the video guides against them. So it's quite easy to get lost in that and, um, you know, go and watch a, a video guide and um, and then forget that you might want to, to, to buy one. <laughs> to purchase. Uh, yeah. yeah. So so now you can immediately get a hit, hit a button saying shop craft kits. And then that shows you what, you know, the range of, uh, of craft kits that we've had before and some that are available. Uh, so if you want, you know, if somebody wanted to buy one of those kits, then they can, you know, immediately do it rather than just going, oh, this is interesting. Um, and then you can, there's also a button on that shop that says subscribe and save. So you basically get a, a better value um, option if you subscribe. Yes. And there's a button immediately. This We're recording this just before Christmas. There's a button that immediately says, uh, order your Christmas craft box and we're still dispatching. And it's very clear. It's very easy to click buy. I love that. Um, so yeah, the advice, I guess, to everyone listening to this is have a look at your website and see how easy is it for people when they arrive at the website to get the information they need and go to purchasing. And are you distracting them with stuff that takes them away from purchasing? Because we all have good intentions for entrepreneurs. We share as much value as possible. We share information. We do videos. Um, but I think what you've just said to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, is the minimum amount of information that gets people excited enough to buy without swamping them with stuff. Yes, exactly. And and I think um, the way that I've been thinking about it is that most of about 95% of the people who are going to be on this website because they're coming from that Google search term, they'll, they kind of know what a craft box is and they're interested. So, you know, I, I don't think I need to persuade people that they want to do crafting, um, cause they're already in the, the right place, um, the right place for that. This is, is just really showcasing why this sort of crafting um, would suit them or, or, or not, I guess. Um, but, you know, trying to fit it with what they're after and then providing an, a really easy way to get it. I love that. So let's let's go through what actually happened. So what have the results of this work been? What's changed for your business? Um, so since we last spoke, my um, number of subscribers... And, and also because I'm selling individual kits, uh, the, the orders have just really shut up. I love the vague answer, Adam. Can you give me some numbers? Make <laughs> some numbers. Well, so the, the number of subscribers today is, so this is active ones with subscriptions still going. Uh, that's 223. That is phenomenal, Adam. That is phenomenal. To go from 80 to 223 subscribers is absolutely phenomenal. You must be beaming ear from ear, or are you just too busy filling boxes and sending them out the door? Uh, there's there's a bit of both. Um, yeah, it's 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 been really busy, um, and and yeah, and you know we, we might talk talk later about um, the challenges of going from something that's a little idea uh, to something you know something with um, orders coming out every day. But yeah, it's 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 brilliant, and it's it's well on the way to. Um, you know, where I not, not, you know, let's not say my target, but where I, I sort of dreamed that this could get to. So, so I'm really pleased. 
Um, yeah, that's awesome. And how does it feel every time? Do you get a little noise when an order comes in? Do you get an email? <laughs> like, have you had that buzz of when the order arrives? Oh yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's quite addictive, isn't it? Really. So I, I get a little email as soon as an order arrives, um, and yeah, I, I just you know I can't really believe it. And um, at the moment, I've got a spreadsheet to track all the subscribers. So you know, pretty pretty much whatever time of the day it is, um, I go and make sure I fill that in and and count them up. I love that. It is intoxicating when you get that new sale come in. And uh, Katie and I built a business a couple of years ago. There's a feature on Weebly that the app, if you've got it on your phone, it plays a ka-ching noise (laughs) every time you get a sale, just like an old school till. Uh, And we launched the product and we're sat there going, is it going to make a noise? Is it going to make a noise? Is it going to make a noise? And it was about an hour, felt like 10 hours, but it went ka-ching. Uh, and that noise became addictive to us. It's like the business is working. Um, <laughs> I know I it's love. sort of uh, disbelief, I think, um, to start with, just to go, especially as uh, as I had quite quite a while um, before doing a bit of a pivot with this, with, you know, really not very much going on um, to see regular orders come in. It's just fantastic. Yes, it is fantastic. And I think... The message I'd love everyone listening to take from what Adam has just said is it's a little bit like a code, this business stuff. And if you can imagine the code has pricing, it has the website set up, it has the promotion, it has all these different bits. And you almost need to play and twiddle the code dials to get the code all the way right, because Sometimes you can have the great website, but you haven't got promotion set up. Sometimes you can have great promotion, but the pricing's wrong, so people bounce off. And without all those elements lining up, and I think I'd love to give heart and energy, and maybe you could talk about this, Adam, like how do you get the heart and energy to keep going when it's not quite doing what you want it to do? Like, where do you find that from? Because you've been at this for a while now. (laughs) Um, I I, I think... Uh, it just comes from the fact that I I enjoy this stuff enough that I was just going to do it anyway. Um, <laughs> I, I've I've basically just had a, a year of of not really selling anything, and in doing that, I've um, you know I'd, I'd really enjoyed that anyway. Um, and you know, it's 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 definitely a, a different feeling and a and a better feeling for to get to get more people to join in with me. <laughs> but uh, I, I think the energy just comes. You know, I've I've thought you know a few times, does this make sense? And I've just thought, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to stop doing this. It's fun. Um, yeah, so that that's really where the energy comes from. I love that because we always say it pop up. Why would you ever build a business that you don't enjoy doing? Like you can build a business doing anything. Why pick something you don't like? Because it just makes it that much harder to get up in the morning and do it if you don't enjoy it. And if you pick something you do anyway, like it's incredible the energy and motivation it gives you. Um, so I'm yeah, super yeah. impressed by what you've... Oh, yeah, sorry. I yeah, I mean, so that the, one of the, the next steps that I was thinking about is is really focusing on which bits... I really enjoy and it's you know it, it's it's everything uh it was it's, it's most most things really um it's not just the the you know obvious sort of playing around with the the crafts 
I quite enjoy, you know, even making a box up. Um, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, just, you know, there's something the incredibly satisfying. Yeah, there's something incredibly satisfying over putting it together and having an end result. Something incredibly satisfying over that. Mm, yeah. So where do you go from here, Adam? Christmas is coming. The orders, that's going to, if you've got people ordering six-month subscriptions, that's going to keep you busy for the next six months. Where's next? What's going to happen? So I'd, I'd really like to um, work on on trying to make the most of the, the audience that I've got at the moment. So a lot of these are three and six month subscriptions um, and a few annual subscriptions, which has been fantastic. I, I, what was great about the annual subscriptions is I didn't even sell those until this, this year, you know, this month or last month. Wow. And uh, it was somebody emailed me and said, can I have a year, a year's one? I was like, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love it. Customer so asks, <laughs> can I spend more? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I posted that product on the website pretty quickly after that. So and I think I've sold five now, so that's great. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just making the most of those. So, um, you know, I've, I've got a, a base of those, those, I'd say, you know, 80 of those are, are ongoing subscriptions and it's, it's lovely to have people staying for eight, nine months um, now. But I, you know, what what I want to do is make sure that I've with with these gift subscriptions over Christmas, um, they don't all drop off in three months, um, and I I keep you know I, uh, you know I I think it's making the most of them. It's not necessarily I'd like to keep all of them on, um, but there are th- there are other things you know so I can use the, the the people to spread the word or maybe buy gifts for other people or something, um, you know I've got people I've got. Kind of eyes on this at the moment and i'd like to to do what i can with that yes definitely and now the task goes from sales to customer retention and the key there i believe is usage so i think the danger i can see and this happened for katie and i uh, we got given an indian curry actually katie gave it to me an indian curry box so you get a box each month that has a few of the herbs, a few of the bits, spices, and a recipe in it, and you're meant to make the curry, and then they send you a next box the next month. Um, we never got round to doing it, and they sat there in the cupboard looking sad at us for some time, and I still to this day feel guilty that I didn't do them. But yeah, like, how are we going to make sure that people use them, love them, and get value out of what they've already paid for? Yeah, I think that's uh, that's really the key task. I, I've been thinking about ideas like you know, just providing a, a guide on the website about how to how to do that for yourself, um, mm. and and how to make time because it, you know, for for a lot of people this is this is making time for themselves, um, in in a busy day. Yes, um, and for for a lot of people it really helps with um, with with mental health which is a, a really big thing at the moment. So I, I'm, I'm really passionate about not just selling these to people to, to sit there, but for people to engage with, with these kits and, um, and make kind of a positive change in their lives. So, you know, practically speaking, I, I do make sure that all of these kits uh, are achievable. So, you know, that people don't need to be experts to do these. Um, and that's, that's really part of their, their overall mission that you know, they're, they're all beginner friendly. So, you know, I hope that people aren't scared off doing these because they don't think it's going to turn out very well. Yeah, I, I think 
yeah, I I need ideas on on how to get people to engage a bit more. Do you collect people's phone numbers when they buy? Uh, no, no, I don't. Um, it's, it's something that that you've mentioned before. Um, yeah, it's it's probably a good plan. Um, I I need. What has uh, stopped you from implementing that? I don't know where <laughs> where where to do that on the website. It's as simple as that. <laughs> oh, another order has come in. Wonderful. Uh, it's awesome. <laughs> um, so I'm just looking at the website and it's telling me that. that um, Congratulations. It, thank you very much. Yeah, no, I, li- I literally don't know where the box is, um, <laughs> but I'm sure I could manage to find that out. But then... Uh, I would suggest that's a critical thing okay. to start adding in. The reason being, if you just left a voicemail for each of them, like you won't get through to most people, but you can leave a voicemail saying it's Adam from Craftbox Club, uh, just ringing up to make sure you got the uh, kit. You're happy. You know what you're doing. No need to call me back unless you've got an issue. I just wanted you to know I'm here if you need help. That um, sounds lovely. And what you'll find is if you leave the voicemail, they'll reply via email. They'll go, oh yeah, that's in the cupboard. I should do it, and they'll plan a time to do it. I think that kind of personal touch, especially when you're launching your business, because the size you are now allows you to have that personal touch with customers. And that's going to be like, how many times do you get a call going, just checking in, you got the kit and you're happy? Like, does anyone do that? Yeah, no. Um, Yeah, it would definitely be a, it would definitely stand out. Um, It's it's been really nice when I've had, um, it's usually emails, but I've, I've got the odd call from customers. Um, and it's been really nice to have that engagement. And I think, you know, it would it would stick in their minds, you know, it, it, it definitely would if I was a customer. I love that. You could also implement a sort of customer service bit. Have you seen the sort of Calendly type things where people can book a slot in your diary and talk to you? Mm, yeah. So you could send an email out to all subscribers with the box saying, you've got the January box, uh, have great fun doing it. If you have any problems, book a 10 minute chat with me uh, yeah, just in case that. you have any problems. And then that gives them the space to come to you if they want to. That'll also help them to feel loved. Because I know when I've done boxes in the past and I get frustrated, uh, that's when it goes badly. And you being the box person sending the box would never hear about it. Like you need to actively make it okay that they come to you for advice. Yes. And uh, so I, I I do I've kind of started that process. So in every box, I send my um, my contact details in a little leaflet saying, "If you're stuck, awesome. then give me a shout." Um, and a couple of people have done that, which has been really nice. But yes, uh, I love the online calendar thing because I know some people will be put off by reaching put off reaching out because of being nervous or something. So the yes. the more accessible it is, the better, isn't it? just makes it easier and i'm if it's really weird in these current days people like don't like making phone calls uh, but i'll book a slot on someone's calendar and do a zoom call it's really strange um really strange but i think you just got to make it as easy as you can to engage with people um and then the last thing is i guess the last idea i had for you on this is what can we do to delight the customers something unexpected and What I mean by this, the best example I've got, when does, if you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend 
or a husband or a wife, what's the one time a year they expect to get something from you? Or maybe two times, maybe three. (laughs) But romantically speaking, when's the one time a year that they expect to get something from you? Are we talking Valentine's Day? We are, are yes. Yes. Valentine's Day, (laughs) people expect some chocolates, some flowers. I expect a Marvel t-shirt. Like These are my expectations. Mm -hmm. The interesting thing is, if you don't get something then, how do you feel? Mm, Yeah, not so good. Not so good. Not not so loved. (laughs) Not so loved, which is interesting. The absence of the thing, because your expectations are high. But conversely... If your partner, your wife, your husband, your boyfriend came to you randomly on a Tuesday and said, I've got this card and this gift for you because I love you. And it was completely random out of the blue. How would you feel? Delighted. It would knock your <laughs> socks off. Yeah. And I guess what I'm trying to say to you is like, everyone expects to get something at Christmas and get something at Valentine's Day. Actually, the things that make the biggest difference in life are when you aren't expecting them. So Mm. how can you randomly delight your customers in between their normal expectations? Mm. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I know know that makes a really big difference because, you know, know the um, Riverford organic boxes, you know, vintage boxes, Yes. Um, on my third delivery, they put a um, Riverford cookbook in there. Uh, and oh, that wow. made a really big difference to, you know, to how loyal I was to them and, and how much I, I spoke to other people about them. I love that. And you've just told a podcast with thousands and thousands of listeners about them as well. <laughs> so they've done well out of that cookbook. They have. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> um, it's good. So yeah, I've, I've been trying to do it. So what I've been doing so far, I've been putting things in. So I, at the market that I go to, um, well, that I went to pre-COVID when, when there were markets, uh, there were there's some people who are doing eco-friendly products there. And I've managed to partner with them to um, to put, so I've, I've put um, soap, you know, like organic soap in the boxes before. And um, awesome. and for Christmas, I um, partnered with a, a tea company. Um, and they provided oh, me wow. with some tea to put in the boxes, um, which has been really nice. It's really, really beautiful stuff. Um, so I've done, I've done that. I really need to find something different. And this is the thing, because it's an eco-friendly box. I, I don't want to put, you know, just anything in there. Um, mm. It's got to be in line with the the values, and it's got to be something that I think people are going to use. Um, yeah, so I, I'm I'm definitely on the search for for new things to put in the boxes to surprise people. Um, is that what you're talking about, or there, you know, that are you thinking other things, other ways to delight people without giving them something? Well, I'm thinking know, they're thing. expecting the box, like they're expecting the box to show up. Um, is there something you can do in between? Mm. Is there a a video, a message? I don't know. It doesn't have to be sending them an extra thing. Okay. It could be a bonus thing. It could be, I don't know, random idea. This would take planning, but if they've got a six-month subscription for the sort of, you put one extra item in each box and then you message them towards the end and say, if you've kept those extra items, this is what you can make. 
Uh, so you're sort of building up a thing that they can make at the end. I don't know. That would take a bit of extra planning, but something that they're not really expecting. They don't know what's coming that just brings joy, brings joy and happiness when they're not expecting it. And part of me thought, you know, that thing about, is it the most depressing day in January, blue Monday or something? (laughs) Yes. Um, we all love that day where you go, Oh God, it's January. I've got a whole year of this. Uh, is there something you can do to lift their mood then? Um, maybe even if, yeah, who knows? But I just, I just think customer retention is about sparking joy and positivity when they hear from you. They're delighted to be part of the subscription. They get massive joy out of doing the sets. They're just, you've got such a wonderful business that can bring joy and happiness and health to people. Let's do that. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I love um, coming up with creative ways of, of doing that without just giving people extra stuff. Um, and Definitely. yeah, I, lo- I love the sort of mystery element of, uh, you know, if, if you're being sent um, a few bits and, and you're waiting to see what it might become. Um, yeah, I really like that. So, Adam, do you have any questions for me before we wrap up the podcast? Sure. So, um, I think there's there's a few things that I'm I'm looking to do next year, and um, some so, sort of general queries about you know this kind of stage of the business. So at the, at the moment, um, it's it's at a, a stage where it's it's busy, but it's it's something that's not going to quite support me full time. So I've still got something else going on in the background. Um, and it's it's uh, the question really is about how to think about that, um, you know, jumping from the, the the sort of full-time job to to doing to doing this. Um, so I, you know, I'm thinking at the moment about how to transition that in the in the safest in the safest way without taking too much of a risk. Um, at the same time, being able to throw myself into into this thing that that seems to be growing quite nicely. I love that. So for me, this is a, a simple question of maths and confidence, uh, which they <laughs> both inform each other. Uh, so maths part one is how much runway do you have? I.e., like, how long can you survive if the money didn't come in? How much time have you got? How much space have you got bought? Because lots of entrepreneurs jump ship and they've only got a month's runway. And like that's a dangerous thing to do and you'll be bouncing back to another job you don't like quite quickly if it doesn't go well. But I love the way you've built it up over the last couple of years in your spare time, ready to do that. But I think it's the, how much money do you have in a bank and what's the predicted cash flow of your business? Have you ever worked out cash flow, Adam? Well, <laughs> So I'm I'm not 100 percent sure what, what you mean when you say cash flow. So so, <laughs> so cash <no>. flow. <laughs> cash flow is the amount of money that's coming into your business each month, and the amount of money that's leaving your business each month. And it's kind of some predicting the future, which I'm not really a big fan of. But we don't really have a better model. But you kind of look at January, uh, you look at February, March, April, May, and you go, "I'm going to spend uh, X thousand on the boxes that I've got to send out each month." 
So that money is disappearing from my account. On the other side, how much money's coming in? Uh, are we expecting some January sales? Are we expecting some February sales or not? Or maybe we get some Valentine sales. Maybe we get some Easter sales. But like, when's the money going to come in? And I would be doing a prediction or charting out the flow of money into and out of your business over the next year at your best guess. You'll never get this right, but it's your best guess. And the reason for doing this is it will give you a feeling of confidence that that is enough to live off. And then the final piece of maths is how much do you spend a month? How much money do you need a month to live? And if your cash flow is predicting you can earn what you're going to spend and you've got some runway, that starts to give you confidence mathematically, financially, that it's okay to jump ship and move on to the next bit. Uh, thanks. Yeah, so I've I've done, uh, I, I'd sort of do the the general cash in and out um, as it as it happens. Um, yes. So I'm, I'm tracking that. And um, I, I, I've tried to forecast when I, because, yeah, so I've tried to forecast um, when the money's going to come in. Um, and I, I I forecast 10% extra sales for Christmas um, when it's been like, you know, 150%. 200%. 200%. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I got that, that wrong in quite a nice way. Um uh, and in terms of, so there's a, there's an added thing for subscriptions, I guess, you know, when people, um, spend money on six months worth of kits, uh, that, you know, that comes with the responsibility to provide six months worth of, of kits. So, you know, yes. it's also trying to factor in, yeah, it's trying to factor in those expenses and, and not just go, oh, great. I've got all of this, this money and for, you know, against the cost of one kit, um, so yeah, I need to sit, sit down and, and sort of project things a bit better. I, I have got I've got in my head um, sort of back of the envelope calculation that I I think I would be able to do this um, full time, but without much in the way of savings. Uh, if I got to three hundred subscribers and managed to keep them all year, um, and then five hundred would you know give me a a comfortable level of, of savings as well as being able to live from this. So it sounds like we're not quite there yet. Um, and then the question I would then ask is by leaving full-time employment and diving in, do you think that would help you to get there quicker or do you just need to let it organically grow in the background and by this time next year, you've got another bumper Christmas, you've got it all running smoothly, and then you're ready to do it. And there's no wrong or right answers here. Yeah, so I um, I wish I knew the answer to that, because that would be really helpful. <laughs> there but, isn't one. Uh, there, there is no one. answer. But I, I feel like it, it is more of an organic growth sort of thing. Um, I, I found it really difficult to get in front of people to talk about this which is why yes. i've really pushed the google thing because you're selling to people who want the thing you know if, if, if you know you're, it's really easy to, to target customers it's 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 surprisingly hard i think to target people for this um because 
uh, it, it is it's in sort of a niche within a niche really that there are lots of ways of targeting crafty people um but it's a very specific type of crafty person <laughs> that, I, that I'm after <laughs> so this the, the reason I mentioned that is that you know I think if I had time to to sell more every day um it that time is not really going to um to to boost this I think if I had um if I if I could come up with some really excellent targeted advertising maybe then then that might move the dial but I feel like by by going to talk to people organically I don't think that's going to it it doesn't feel like that's really going to give me the boost that I need so then what it sounds like to me is we should do a mini experiment and take a small part of your profits, 100, 200 pounds, and try doing a targeted advert to those people and see if it moves the needle and run some mini experiments on it to see if that works. But from what you're saying, there's no dying need to jump from the job to make it happen we can just keep going for now and build a stable platform so that when you do come to transitioning, it's less of a jump and more like you're just stepping from one to the other. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> the one word answer. That's exactly correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that, that sounds about right. So I, I, I think, oh, you know, I, so I, Adam, I, we've, we've got to wrap up. We're now. running out of time. Uh, <laughs> If you could leave a closing thought or remark for the audience of the Rebel Entrepreneur, what would you tell them? Um, I'm going to pause for a minute, Alan, <laughs> on this one because I feel like Have last I put you time, on the spot? Uh, last time I I came up with one that was uh, a thought that was was a, a bit rubbish. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> where you know where um, this is the the high point of the show, isn't it? <laughs> so if you want and... to, I can just do the closing <laughs> thoughts. Um, but I thought I'd ask. No, it's all right. I, uh, I'm trying to connect. Uh, I've got all sorts of thoughts, Alan. This is the problem. Um, <laughs> to try and to try and um, boil it all down to one thing is good. But uh, well, you can have three. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to try and link it to what we've been talking about. Well, I'm going to say so. I, I I think the the main thing when you start to get some success with with your new business is to make sure that you stop and celebrate it um and that's something yes. that i've i've not really done enough um but i'm certainly going to over christmas and that really gives you the energy to to carry on doing this and you know to celebrate your achievements and uh and and how you've managed to to help lots of people um i think that's a great thing awesome that's the number one. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, make sure you stop and pat yourself on the back. I love it. I love it, Adam. Uh, and the closing thoughts for me is business is a journey and it's a process. And you've just got to keep twisting the dials, twisting the combinations until you unlock the padlock and the success starts to come. And if you look at it that like that way, it's a game. And you can tweak the SEO, you can tweak the website, you can tweak the marketing, you can tweak the pricing and just get your energy out there and work on building those business. Thank you for tuning in to The Rebel Entrepreneur. Go make it happen. I've loved chatting to you. You can have any life you want to. 
Choose to build something cool. Choose to take action. Choose to work to make your dreams become reality. Stand out. Be different. Be yourself. Be a rebel entrepreneur.